It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin. It is finally here, episode 100. We are coming to you live from Farmington Hills. I will be talking with the two hosts of a podcast called Be Less Typical, all about how to be better in the auto industry. It will be Patrick and Courtney Hennessy. You can get at them at BeLessTypical.com, on Twitter at BeLessTypical, or you can get the podcast on iTunes and or Stitcher. So please sit back, enjoy. It's episode 100. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast celebrating uh, episode 100, so I figured I'd do something very special today. I have Patrick and Courtney Hennessy here. They do this amazing podcast that I couldn't be more excited to talk about uh, that is called Be Less Typical. So they are uh, here today, and uh, first, welcome to the offices here in Farmington of MLive, and second, congrats on this thing, because you know, as I told you, Patrick, uh, we had the opportunity to talk on the phone prior to doing this, is that... You guys, in less than ninety days, have kind of shipped this thing, thrown it out the, the you know the cargo bay doors, and um, it's got a feel to it that doesn't feel like you guys are new to this, even though you are. Mm-hmm. And so, it, it kind of walk me through. You get you get up and you just go, "Hey, we could go to the gym today, or we could start <laughs> podcasting. Which would you like to do? Like, what was the process of that?" There, there were sacrifices involved. I mean, <laughs> there always are. <laughs> well, Courtney came home uh, from social media marketing world, I believe it was, on the yeah. West Coast, and she asked me if I'd ever listened to a podcast. She had met, met a podcaster out there, uh, and she shared with me, wow, you got to try to check this out. So I, I had never previously listened to one in my whole life, so I just kind of thought it was a, a one-off thing. And, uh, you know, within probably 14 days, we were what would be we would consider a podcast junkie. So we started listening to, you know, startup, a lot of the Gimlet Media podcasts, um, and we kind of fell in love with the the format. You know, we some of them are really interview based shows, some of them are narrated shows like the NPR style. Uh, and I guess we wanted to kind of dip our toes into the water, and we didn't we didn't really know where to start. So we just started throwing around a lot of different ideas regarding how we could do it in the automotive industry. We both have grown up in that industry. We both have lived it, loved it, blood, sweat, and tears. I guess you could say throughout the last 15, 16, right. 20 years. Um, and one piece of that industry that I think that we felt like really has not had any effect, good effect on in the last 10 years is how we bring new talent to the floor. Really, how do we train people? How do we you know, provide information for people to kind of get a leg up? Uh, and it's, a, it's an epidemic nationally. I mean, we, just, we, go, we have a, lot, a high turnover rate. Um, so I guess we started, we bought, a, we bought a microphone, right? We got on Amazon and bought a microphone, <laughs> and let's, let's see if we can talk into a mic. And it's interesting. We can sit and talk all day long. But the second we hit the record button and try to talk into a microphone, we, we realized we didn't have a lot to say all of a sudden, right? <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, we toyed with the idea. We started networking a little bit with some people online, um, and we came up with the idea that we wanted to find people that are doing business in what we consider a less typical way. It's a quote that I use a lot, training people. Uh, within the dealership and lo and behold people were really happy to reach out and try to help out so we got a lot of good little mentoring um, along the way and I mean along the way like in the first you know three weeks of trying this out right because as I'm talking to you you know I'm sort of breaking the and and Courtney I don't know if you heard this when you were out at social media marketing world but 
you know, one of the rules of podcasting is if you don't make it past six, you, you just stop doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's like a 50 or 60 percentile. So I'm, I'm breaking my rule saying that I would put somebody on who's done three. Mm -hmm. However, like I said, if you take a minute and go subscribe and make sure you review, because review, anyone who's new to podcasting understands that you got to get the reviews because that's how the whole thing boils up. You guys are not doing what I would call a very typical like, hey, I bought a microphone on Amazon. Let's see what happens. You know, I mean, as I'm talking to you, they're mowing the lawn next to us. So, you know, there's an air of professionalism that I think we can all ascribe, uh, ascribe to, but whatever. Lawn aside, you guys are doing something very different that I think points to a trajectory that is hundreds and hundreds of podcasts down the road. Mm -hmm. Let's um, hope so. <laughs> well, I, I, mean, I, I mean that because, like I was saying to you before we started, the guests are so different. Um, you know, you started with a, a first episode that's six minutes or so long where you forget to introduce yourself. Yeah. <laughs> six minutes of not knowing who Courtney was. Um, and, and there's that moment at the end where you finally realize that you haven't introduced yourself. And that was really the moment for me that I, that um, Kalata here in the office kind of tur turned me onto it. And that was the moment that I was like, well, yeah, I'm reaching out to them. Because there's this, there's this really awesome moment where you can tell what this show sounds like when you guys are completely authentic, mm -hmm. right? When the gloves are off, you're not looking at the microphone, you're not paying mm -hmm. attention. There's just this really awesome, brilliant nugget in there where you go, okay, there's that's the secret sauce, mm -hmm. right? And then you go to the next episode, and which is what kept me going, because I have I, I don't have anything to do with the auto industry. I don't have a whole lot of interest other than I need a car to get one way or another. But I was drawn to the first episode and then drawn to this idea because by the fourth episode, which is you would technically call the third episode, mm -hmm. the first one is a placeholder. By the fourth episode, we're into the we're into the suck, right? Mm -hmm. Like people don't really like car dealers, and they have mm -hmm. terrible impressions of them. And how do we fix that? And that's what I was waiting for. But before we get to that, we're in episode one, and I'm listening to this woman who's using Facebook and spent and spending zero dollars and turning them into thousands of dollars. And when we get done with that, what, I, what was my takeaway from a marketing perspective is, isn't it crazy that these two human beings found this other human being who's on Facebook spending zero dollars to make authentic connections and turning them into thousands of dollars, and everybody else at that dealership isn't going, how do I do that? You know, and I walked away going, well, these guys are going to do this for years because if you're sitting next to this woman and you're watching her just print her own money, well, I, I don't... It's it's crazy to me, which I'm sure it's even crazier to the two of you in the industry. Right, right. I think that's the most surprising thing is there's people throughout the country that are brilliant, right? And I don't even know that they recognize that they're doing these brilliant things that are really breaking the norm of the last three, four, five decades of how you train to be a car salesperson, right? And that's what's built the stigma that we're all battling every single day. And sure. we only have that opportunity traditionally one customer at a time one person at a time where we can break that that image that we have um but these people they're doing it in an amazing way that the one you're speaking to amy gers she she basically portrays what she's like on facebook using no money she takes pictures of what her life is like and she makes sure that everybody that she knows or that's in her network can understand where she works and what she does and she was able to do that in her first year working in the business sure a lot of people take three, four, five years to build that book of business, but she's done that in one year or two years. Uh, and and that's, that's what was amazing. And I think you were alluding to the next episode where Melissa Granke, she's the Ohio car girl, found her online. 
And she approaches social media in a much different way, right? She, she mm-hmm. doesn't broadcast her personal life, but she uses it to do vehicle walk-arounds to, for her to learn her product. But while she's learning her product, she's recording it, and then she puts it onto YouTube, and she becomes an information source. So a whole other approach. Yeah, now, now I want to stop you there for a second mm-hmm. because in the podcast, there's, there's a minute in that second one where you guys figure out what she's actually doing, mm-hmm. right? So when you were talking to her, did you know that she was training herself by doing the cadence of doing these videos, or was it when you were kind of in, in the editing process of the podcast that you went, oh, I actually see what you're doing, I got you. That's exactly it. I mean, we, we just reached out because we knew that she had a significant online presence. She's on Twitter, we knew her name a million times over. Courtney uh, tweeted to her, she tweeted back, she was very involved. So as we discussed with her, you know, we're, we're learning as we go too, which has been great because we've been able to, to capture that knowledge and use it in our, own, in our own environments to explain it to other people that work with us and for us. So that's an unseen benefit, and hopefully those that are tuning in to listen can grab onto that, do it in that fashion, and then that's what we, we hope in some small way will help evolve the industry that we work in by using these new methods of communicating. So, so as, as people are getting introduced to you, you're four episodes in. Courtney, like, where did you guys come from? Where, you know, what are you guys doing now that isn't podcast-related? You know, what is the connection to the auto industry, and how can people on the east side of the state find you? Well, I think, one, we just... We love the car business like that. We are not like blowing smoke up anybody's skirt when we say that. We truly do love this business. We're both extremely passionate about it. And and podcasting has just given us an opportunity really to, you know, shine a light on, you know, what our industry is all about, you know. And hopefully by shining a light on what our industry is about, people will, you know, look at it from a different perspective and say, hey, maybe I want to get involved. And if through the podcast, just like Brian's, you know, Big Fish experience, like sure. story, right, if through the podcast we can, um, you know, help salespeople provide their customers with big fish experiences, and then their customers start looking at us from a different perspective, like we have this domino effect that we never really have had an opportunity to have before. So, you know, me working in the auto finance world, Patrick works in a car dealership today. Um, you know, we're just taking that, and I think what we're what we're able to do by do by you know, selfishly, what we're able to do by listening to these people's stories is we take what they're teaching us and then we're able to influence not only our own dealership, but then, you know, obviously this much bigger um, audience, if you will. Now, would you, in the, I think it was the first episode, you you um, took a quote from Jay Bear. Uh, yeah. One of my faves. I love Jay Bear. Um, and, you know, as I get to the third or fourth episode, right, I'm thinking to myself, as you get 10 or 20 or 30 of these down the road, and you're seeing all of this white space, meaning you know there's all of this opportunity where these people aren't doing Facebook, organic or otherwise, or they're not doing Twitter, or they're not doing YouTube, or they're not periscoping as a new car comes in, or meerkatting, or you know, or Facebook Live, or whatever you end up doing. What, probably an unintended consequence, as you know, I've, I've met you guys for ten whole minutes, and you don't really seem like you know the ego is what drives the two of you. But would you see yourselves? maybe doing keynotes to you know auto dealers like maybe taking a compilation of what you've learned and kind of going hey here's what car dealing looks like in 2016 or 2017 or 2018 would that be something you guys would be interested in yeah i mean i think that that would be an honor to get to that point right now i think you know we know that we've got a lot of experience under our belt we both love to coach we both love to teach we both love that part of the business watching the light bulb go off for someone that you just taught something to and then it worked you know, it's amazing when that right. happens. Um, 
but part of it is that we're learning a lot about what happens outside of Detroit. I've had jobs around the country, right? I've worked in the business in Colorado and Virginia, so I've seen, I've seen some ways that the, the business is different across the country, but sometimes you can get kind of holed up into your four walls and you forget that there's things evolving around you. So that, that's really what we're tapping into right now. And as we grow that knowledge, I mean, the, the passion is, is that we're not going to be, we don't, I don't want it to be that, oh, you're a car salesman anymore, because that's the biggest thing I deal with when I have a new person come in the door and they're interviewing for a job, they're fresh out of college, and they, they need me to sell them on why sure. they can be, why they should be a car salesman, you know, and that, it hurts a little, I don't, I don't take it personally, because we've kind of created that over the years, people have that, that image of us, but there are so many brilliant people coming up in the industry now that I think we just need to nurture that a little bit. So to get back what you were asking to what you were asking, I think that, you know, to have that opportunity would be amazing right now. I think we're just, we're really like sponges right now. We're learning a ton of cool information. We're learning how to walk the walk. I want to be able to teach this stuff to the people I work with, sure. but one of the ways you, you have to walk it, right? So previously to this, I mean, we weren't active on YouTube. We weren't active on Twitter that much. You know, we didn't have, business interactions on Facebook it was personal. So now that we're doing this, it's something that we can speak to just like we're doing right now and, and help those kind of jumpstart people that are probably way smarter than us at this, but we can kind of connect those dots and it really isn't that hard. You just got to want to, to t- make the effort, you know, and it, it, that's what happened in the last 90 days. I mean, we just decided this is what we're going to do. And so Courtney, why did you guys land on the idea of the, the kind of what, what Patrick alluded to the NPR format, you know, cause it very clearly models, how you tell a story on NPR. Like, what what was that process like? Well, I think we love that style, right? And everybody says in the industry, you know, make something that you love and that you would want to listen sure. to. And this is obviously, that's kind of the format that we would want to listen to. Um, secondary to that, I think that when you're training or teaching, when there's that storytelling element in there, it really makes the concepts more sticky so that people will, you know, once they get into the dealership, they're thinking about that big fish story or they're thinking about Melissa Grinke, like in her car, you know, going through the car wash. Um, and hopefully that allows them to revisit that training throughout their every day. And then when they have some downtime and they're in the dealership, they can go, huh. Maybe while there's really not anything going on today, I'm going to go get in the car and try to do this time-lapse video. Or, or it just makes those concepts and those strategies more sticky so that they'll actually use them. <laughs> so uh, to, a follow-up to that is, did you know that you were going to be good at it? You know, because there's a, there's a knack to that, that, that telling a story. And, and like I said to you guys, I, I had listened to all the podcasts uh, essentially in one sitting and then re-listened to them on the way over here today. And when you listen to them a second time, you're looking at it from a different lens and it's interesting to me how great you guys are at telling a story with, like I said, you've been doing this for 90 days. And so it's, it's interesting to me how you landed on that and then we're able to land it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I had no idea that we would be good at it. Number one, I don't like to write. I don't like to be behind a microphone. But when I sat down and, <laughs> right? But then when I sat down and I started to listen to these, you know, these, this tape or this, you know, these recordings that we had, like, I don't know. It just, a story just presents itself to me and I just start typing, 
right? And then and then we edit it, and then we listen to it, and then we edit it, and then we listen to it. I mean, by no means, you know, is it easy, right? It's not like, oh, well, I'm just going to write it like a great little script here today, and it's done, right? It's like sure. 30 hours of work, um, and there's a lot of editing involved. But for some reason, I don't know, just a story comes to me, and I can just, you know, take pieces from here and there and throughout the interview. Like, the Big Fish experience happened at the very end of the interview, right? And so I'm able to just re-edit it and format it in a way that makes sense that I can kind of build build a great story and hopefully provide training. Well, and I would say you, you've hit all the marks on that one. You know, Thank you. And especially by the time you get to the third episode, because the, the third episode is, is what she's referring to is there's a story about catching a fish, and which to me is one of, again, one of the more interesting things about this podcast is this podcast exists. It's called Be Less Typical. You can find it on iTunes. Are you guys on what other platforms are you We're on? We're on Stitcher, Stitcher and on okay. our website. Um, and then on BeLessTypical.com. Uh, is that all of the negative stereotypes that happen in this industry um, are juxtaposed with what might be the most personal thing that somebody spends thousands of dollars on, right? People live in their cars. They eat in their cars. They date in their cars, right? It's a really, really personal thing that has been tagged onto this thing that they're not really excited about having. And even today, you know, in the last year, I've, I've purchased two cars. One was a very what you would be doing this podcast for, a very typical, terrible experience. And then the other one was fantastic. And it's hard for me, even as cerebral, cerebral as I can be about these things, it's hard for me to understand is, was the person that sold the car to my wife just that spectacular or was he only two degrees more spectacular than the terrible person that sold me mine you know and so th that's why I'm I wanted to talk to you guys and was really excited to kind of nail down some of this stuff because there's clearly an opportunity to make the buying part less robotic and more in align with what you're going to do with the car mm -hmm. you're going to pull a boat or a jet ski or you're going to go on a family vacation all of those things make up your family stories and that happens in an automobile correct and the the, the root of everything right I, it, it took me a lot of years to realize that the root of everything is the relationship right I mean the relationship that we have with the people that are closest to us in our lives but professionally that's where I think people miss the people that are good in sales for instance they're not the the most proficient at product they that is certainly probably Prime A number one, that's got to be your root. you got to know your product. But once that's done, it's all about relationship building. And those are the people that are excelling these days. They're the ones that can, can talk face-to-face. -face. And if they're not even great at that, they're great online. They're great on the phone. Uh, and that's what builds a good experience. And I think from the flip side, the consumer side, like you were just describing, a great experience usually comes from some some situation where they aligned with their salesperson sure. yeah, on some level, right? They got they got personal in some way, and that's what continues business going forward. And I think sometimes that step gets skipped. It's not a natural talent for some people. You know, they, they might be good with computers, but they're not good at that communication. So there's a lot of different mediums for that nowadays. And sometimes it's it's doing something like this, a podcast. Sometimes it's by email. But you can tweak that to become better across all the boards. And once you do that, that's when, you know, you find that you have a salesperson that has great relationships with multiple clients that are telling multiple people, and that's how it grows. You know, one-on-one sales, right. basically. Right. So how do you guys, how are you finding these guests at this point? I mean, the first podcast was right here in Michigan, mm -hmm. and then we go to Ohio, and then I'm not actually sure where Brian was from. But, uh, you know, how do you discover these people? Yeah. Brian it was from Salt Lake City, Utah, gotcha. uh, and we connected with him. Uh, we Our first series that we laid out, we really wanted to attack social media because that's a kind of a... Uh, 
a real gray area in the dealership right now for a number of reasons that we don't need to go over right this second, but it's primarily, is the dealership responsible or is a salesperson responsible for that growth? And Which that's you a, wrote a blog post about. Correct, and it can get, get kind of gray there based on philosophy. But we attack that because it, it's happening, whether dealers want it to happen or not. Salespeople are creating a relationship online one way or another. So we took to the to the marketplace and we found Brian on LinkedIn. He's got he's amazing. He has 500 plus connections and he's got I don't know 80 categories where he's got 99 plus recommendations. And we said, holy cow, we got to reach out to this guy just to see. And sure enough, as soon as we reached out, he said, heck yeah, this is a great idea. This is a great thing. I've got helped out so much in my younger career. I would be crazy to not help you out. And that's been the response we've had. So. Yeah, I think, and you know, once we kind of got the ball rolling, right, like I started to reach out to people on Twitter, to people on Facebook, just that I saw that we're doing things different, right, than just the normal humdrum. And um, since then, all of our all of our upcoming guests that haven't aired yet, um, those have all been referrals. I haven't really had to do any cold calling past the first probably four or five guests that we had on the show, which is pretty amazing, actually. But it, but it's not that surprising. When, like I said, when I listen to the first one and you just know that you guys have stumbled onto this, this bit of magic that very few people get to stumble on, because it, even before you put something on tape, even before you start on Amazon, the ability to think about something and then actually doing it is a giant chasm, right? You could sit around and have an awesome bottle of wine and think, we should do a podcast, and then you wake up the next morning and forget <laughs> that you had that conversation. Um, but taking that next step and then doing it, and then doing another one, and then doing another one, it doesn't surprise me at all by the time you get to the fourth one, which, like I said, is, is technically episode three because of what iTunes makes you do with the placeholder. So the third episode, you guys now have a cadence and are telling a story, and even though... Um, you allude to the fact that you're telling it in reverse order. It's really not in a reverse order. It's just a different way to tell the story about understanding your customer or a specific type of customer. So it doesn't surprise me that people are reaching out, and it wouldn't surprise me if you guys had 80 of these in the can by the end of the year. Yeah, we're, that would be amazing. <laughs> we're rolling through. I mean, we've done we've done probably 12 or 13 interviews yeah. now, so we're just trying to stay a couple weeks ahead of ready to publish, so sure. we're not crazy. But, I mean, full disclosure, I mean, the industry we're in – is an ultra competitive industry. It's a lot of A type personalities, mm -hmm. so it's not the easiest to coach people. So they really have to be self driven to find you, or to market to. Uh, so when we heard that, you brought it up a couple times that 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 magical seventh episode, and then that's where a lot of podcasters fail. Of course, we were like, well, there's no way we're stopping at seven. We got to get at least you know ten, twelve under our belts. So we know we're past that, and we're going to keep pushing. Right. So so we that gave us a target. You know, like we we don't like to hear that there is a a fall off point, but. The flips is is really what the flip side of that is really what has encouraged me the most as we've reached out to people, uh, as Courtney's reached out to people, and if, as people have now reached back out to us, there is such a nice, great community out there. I mean, there are people that are so willing to be helpful and really are passionate about driving our business, not our business, but the automotive business sure, yeah. forward. Uh, that it has been so encouraging. You know that that competitive nature that we feel sometimes locally in our own stores, wherever everybody's at. That's not that's not the complete truth, you know. There's there's a lot happening out there, and in order to stay in front the front edge of all of the advertisers that are out there that are marketing that dealers are bad people, and you need to use our service because you can't trust the dealers. Well, this is kind of our little this is like our little little jab back to say, look, this is who we are. You know, like we're just regular people. We're Brian said it. We're we're ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen, 
And that's what we are. I mean, people just want to be helpful. So it's, that's been really encouraging to us and has helped us to drive on. You know, we, we kind of now feel like we owe it to the people that have reached us out to us to continue to publish because they, they took that step because they liked it. And one other full disclosure, we went down to the podcast movement uh, a couple weeks back. It was down in Fort Worth. So there's a thousand podcasters there. Great community. Met some of the people that have become our idols in the last three months. Sure. That nobody that we work with professionally would have clue, any clue right. who they are. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but we're in like starstruck, starstruck mode. Um, they, they shared with us, Roman Mars shared that if you can listen to episode 100, or, or if you're on episode 100 and you can go back to episode one through five and listen to it and not cringe, then you're doing it wrong. So just launch, launch your podcast. Mm-hmm. So that Monday we launched and we do the same thing. We go back to episode one. We're like, ooh, we could improve a little. <laughs> but then we listen to the one we just did and we're like, that one's killer. But two episodes later, we think that the one two back wasn't so good. So right. it's just, it's a, it's an evolution and it's been cool to kind of take that mask off and put ourselves out there a little bit and just say, hey, we're going to try to do something a little different. And so another question I wanted to ask is, is if people haven't put two and two together, you guys are married. So, you know, what, what is that creative process like? Because for most married couples, this would be something that one or the other one would be doing as kind of like a bucket filler that doesn't have anything to do with the relationship. So what's that process like? It has been, it's been great for us, to be honest. I mean, there are definitely times when it's, difficult I guess I would say and especially trying to figure out kind of that rhythm and who's going to do what and when are we going to do it and we work very different Um, I you know I am very collaborative and I want to like talk through everything in the moment right then when it's going on And, and Patrick is more of somebody that wants to kind of like listen and take it all in formulate kind of his game plan and and you know then have a chat so you know there's been some some times when we have to work in separate areas <laughs> but what's been great is that we've really learned um, you know one how to communicate better and two I think that we both appreciate each other's um, talents in a different way than we have been able to before. And we both carry a very different perspective on the business. So it's really nice to kind of juxtapose those against each other and then come up with a great story. Will, um, given your background specifically, will, will we lean any podcasts into how the financial part of this could be a little bit more humanized? Well, I definitely think, you know, I've been thinking about it for a couple of weeks now. I think I want, you know, one of our upcoming series to be, you know, how the sales floor and the F&I department kind of relate. I was an F&I manager for eight years. Patrick has been in sales for forever. And I think that that is an area where um, we could definitely provide some positive influence. So absolutely, I think that that's something that's going to be in the works if not by the end of the year, shortly thereafter. What's What's been the most surprising thing you guys have taken out of these? Like I said, it's it's in its infancy, but as I said, Be Less Typical, uh, find it on iTunes, on Stitcher, and BeLessTypical.com, or on Twitter, at BeLessTypical. Uh, what's the most surprising thing you guys have discovered in this very quick journey that's going to turn into a longer journey? It, it, it feels like a cliche to me, Courtney, I don't know, but to me it's that we both work a lot of hours already professionally, we have very big families. We've got a house that we keep up. We got a lot of stuff going on, and somehow, in the middle of all that, we found an extra three to five hours a day, almost sometimes at night after work, weekends, to still do all the other things that we were doing. And we've found this extra time to do this podcast. So, of course, there's been some, some sacrifices along the way where we haven't been out in the sunshine as much as we'd like to be. But 
it's interesting once you find something that you're passionate about. I didn't know that I would be 15 years into the automotive business and then find this one thing that really has woke me up. I feel re-energized. I feel super passionate about getting this message out there. So it's it's nice to have that that this little thought that happened three months ago has bloomed into something that we all we talk about is that now. You know, like that when we're not at work and we're home, it's all about the podcast, and it's really been a cool experience just to have that surprise kind of occur. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's been a creative outlet for both of us. You know, I work in the in a financial industry. Patrick works in the automotive space, obviously, at the dealership level. And there's not a whole lot of creativity that you can kind of throw out there, sure. right? Yeah. Um, so I think that this has been a really cool experience for us to take, you know, both of our industries, meld them together, and then put this like little bit of creativity around it and make a product that is something that I think we're both really, really proud of at this point. Really proud of. And like I said, as you guys should be. Thank you so much for spending a couple of minutes. I know it's Monday, so we've all got plenty of things to do to get back on the grind. Uh, Courtney and Patrick from uh, Be Less Typical. As I said, you can find them on iTunes. You can find them on Stitcher, BeLessTypical.com, or on Twitter, at BeLessTypical. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.